0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. It is great to be here today thinking about talking about issues related to worship, theology, and culture. And uh, today is a cultural topic. I'm going to be discussing something. I try to pick topics that are uh, most relevant to the current time um, and things going on in our society, uh, theological issues, cultural issues. Um, today I am going to be talking about this author that has seemingly taken the world and the church by storm, a young lady named Rachel Hollis, who uh, you may have heard about. And if you haven't, I would encourage you to just, uh, look her up, find out a little bit of information about her, um, And she has two popular books right now that many people are reading. And if you are a pastor, if you are um, a churchgoer, if you do not realize uh, Rachel Hollis and, and the impact she has made. You are living uh, in either ignorance or oblivion because she has really, truly taken the church world by storm. A lot of people are reading her works and I would dare say that there are probably people in your own congregation reading her work, especially women. Um, her work is geared more towards women. Um, and, Knowing this, in the past couple of weeks, I have read her two books. She has two books, one called Girl, Stop Apologizing, and another one called Girl, Wash Your Face. And so um, I-, I want to really do a review of her work through a gospel grid. Okay, so that's my intent here. Um Anytime someone has as much influence as Rachel Hollis, anybody for that matter, on a Christian group, uh, pastors and and believers in general should, at the very least, understand the message that is being submitted. Um, years ago, when I was in college, there was a book, a little bit after college actually, there was a book called Blue Like Jazz that uh, many people were reading. And so I read it for myself just to see what it said, see the message, and, and view it through a gospel lens, as I think we should with everything. Um, and that includes non-Christian messages. I read authors quite often that are uh, not Christian. Many are atheists, and I just, I want to know the message. What are they presenting? I hold firm and I hold fast to my faith in Jesus Christ, so I always have that grid, and um, But it's good to know and understand the message. So I am going to make a bold statement here in that Rachel Hollis' message is not the gospel. In fact, it is antithetical to the gospel. And now while, as I admitted earlier, I do not know Rachel Hollis' personal motivations or even consider her work to be evil in itself, it's not that. I am not claiming that. Um... And I will even go as far as to say she probably had good and pure intentions in writing her books. Um, But there are a few items surrounding her work that concern me. So thankfully, I have discovered that my thoughts parallel those of some other Christians who think about these issues. So I am not the first to review her work uh, in this way. You can probably do a Google search and find many people who have reviewed her work and you'll get mixed opinions. I have seen many people who um, blatantly support her work no matter what. And I've seen quite the opposite from other people. So uh, this is my personal review. So I am going to examine some items um, surrounding Rachel Hollis' work through the lens of the gospel and discuss how Rachel Hollis' message contradicts the gospel message of Jesus Christ, okay? So uh, follow along with me here. Um, Again, I encourage you to read her work for yourself, get your own ideas, but this is my personal review. So first of all, at its core, Rachel Hollis' message is one of self-worth. It is self-centered. In other words, things will not change until you begin to love yourself more. Many people don't see the issue with this message, um, and I am not saying not to love yourself, okay, that's not what I'm saying, a lot of people don't see the issue with this message until they realize that is not the message of the gospel, Hollis suggests that you you come first, uh, you are the priority, you come first, okay, and your happiness depends on you, But that is not the message of the gospel. In fact, contrarily, the gospel says that you do not come first and that you have no ability to save yourself whatsoever and that the only one, the only worth you have is from the fact that you are created in God's image and you end it on Jesus Christ, not you. But Hollis' message claims quite the opposite. One final Issue I have and probably the most important one is that her message Rachel Hollis message is self-saving from the beginning in girl wash your face in chapter one Rachel Hollis suggests that you are your own hero (laughs) now listen to this scripture is clear that humanity is dead in trespasses Ephesians 2 1. Dead. It doesn't say you are drowning. You are dead in your sin before Christ. Someone who is dead has no ability whatsoever to save themselves, much less become a hero on their own accord. So while Hollis' message is is to believe yourself, the gospel's message is to believe in Christ because you literally have no ability to save yourself whatsoever. While Rachel Hollis' message is to think more of yourself, the gospel's message, and this is replete in scripture, the gospel's message is to think less of yourself and even nothing of yourself at all, but only of Christ and his accomplished work on the cross. Hollis presents a self-saving message of false hope by believing in yourself, trusting in yourself, and setting goals. (laughs) I'm a goal-oriented person. I I have a task list every day, and I'm so oriented to that that if I do something during the day that is not on that list, I go back and add it. (laughs) I firmly believe in setting goals. But the goals should be set for the right reasons, not for your own personal glory or gain. One of Hollis' personal goals is to fly first class. Okay, that's, that's one thing uh, she talks about in uh, Girls Stop Apologizing. Well, flying first class, that's one of her personal goals. And flying first class is not sinful in itself, but her message points to a deeper problem. The problem of not denying self. The problem of seeking your own glory. There are several indicators in what Hollis says that directly contradict the message of Jesus Christ. And so while Rachel Hollis says to look to yourself, Christ says to deny yourself. Take your cross, look to him. This is the message of the gospel, not Hollis message of self-help. So well, I think the overarching issue here is that what Rachel Hollis says is not a message, uh, not a gospel message, but it is being promoted as such. At its core, what Rachel Hollis says is really no different from any other self-help non-gospel message out there, but it's being promoted in Christian bookstores, sales charts, and churches as a distinctly Christian message. But make no mistake, it is not a gospel message, and I don't claim that non-gospel books are bad. Again, I read them myself. I have several which I enjoy. In fact... If it were not for uh, do-it-yourself helps on YouTube or Google, some of you know what I'm talking about, I would not have a clue how to fix things in my house when they break. (laughs) Thank God for YouTube and Google. What a blessing that is. But the problem with Hollis' message is that it is promoted as a Christian message when it is really far from it. Rachel Hollis has a message that is a godless message, and it is masked by the fact that she refers to herself as a Christian who cusses a little and vaguely references God in her writing. In other words, it is not an explicit gospel message, which in my opinion is the only message, gospel message that exists. So my concern is not necessarily for the message itself as much as it is for the portrayal of what it is. In other words, because it is promoted as a gospel message, people in local churches accept it and trust it as such. Reality is we should only trust the Bible. But a lot of people resort to other messages, including Rachel Hollis' message. So the connection between... May between Hollis' message and the gospel is a false one. Largely, what she says is antithetical to the gospel, and I don't pretend, again, to know Rachel Hollis' motivations in writing. In fact, I would not be surprised if they are good and pure, but the message she presents is not the gospel. If you want to read Rachel Hollis, do so. In fact, as I would with any other influential author, I encourage you to do so with an analytical mind and see what they have to say. I've read her work, and I don't deny her talent. Her grammar is lacking a little bit, probably because she's writing to a a broad, popular audience. But lest anyone receives a false hope, do not make the, the mistake of linking what she says... To any sort of gospel message, the message of Rachel Hollis, as encouraging and uplifting as it may be, it's tickling ears. That's what it is. It is not a gospel message. And so that's my review of the work of Rachel Hollis. Um, I encourage you, again, read it. Find out for yourself. You may disagree with me on some things. That's okay. This is my review. Uh, Hopefully this has been helpful and maybe giving you you a little insight into the work of uh, Rachel Hollis and how to approach these things. Uh, My admonition to you would be to approach everything through the grid of the gospel. There is uh, everything. I mean, your work, what you read, uh, everything. Approach it that way from that perspective, and I think that will help us as Christians, as the local church, um, in every area of life. So, thanks for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones.